What's going on, people? What is going on? Salutations. Wow. While people are joining in, they've noticed we already had uh, some haters. And don't worry, we showed them the door. That's kind of how it works. Salutations, my friends. It is Tuesday, which means it is your Instagram live day. Uh, I should warn you guys that um, <clears throat> I had a surprise party uh, the other day for my birthday. And let's just say the party didn't necessarily end whenever it should have. And so I'm kind of starting the week off a little bit slow. Um, yeah, that's for sure. So I won't be kind of, you know, doing all kinds of extra stuff. I won't be trying to get all crazy. I'm going to be trying to be as short to the point, uh, information-based as much as I can. If you guys hear me coughing and stuff like that, um, you know, just working through, basically just, just working through things. Uh, so a few quick updates before we get into the topics. I'll fly through these, uh, these topics and I'll tell you guys what the updates are. We're obviously going to be talking about the coronavirus, uh, you know, the depopulation agenda, everything that you see going on there, how to advocate for oneself and children when it comes to refusing vaccines, how to live within the upcoming lockdown, uh, and what frequency do drugs project? I think that's very interesting given the past few days we've had over here. Uh, but a few quick updates with you guys, with you ladies and gentlemen, before we get into things. You guys noticed that uh, we put in the link right there, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction, Warrior on the wall says I look exhausted. It's because I am. I am. Uh, there's a lot of energy that's required to do a lot of the different things I'm doing. And there's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life to where trying to find time to sit up over here and fidget on my phone is becoming increasingly difficult. Uh, but a few quick updates before we get into these topics with you guys. Uh, 30 of 40 patrons. That's where we're at right now. You guys see the link right there, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. If you guys want to secure having uh, transmissions, live transmissions, Friday, every single Friday, we need basically 10 more patrons. Uh, whenever we had our, what I would consider our global temper tantrum earlier this year, at the start of this year, uh, people flooded in with the support and we got kind of halfway there, a little bit halfway there to where our actual destination was. And so if you guys want to support this, if you want to secure transmissions for Friday, we need 10 more patrons uh, for our exclusive members program. Um, you have Trash Nar asking how much is the patron? Oh, what's going on, Jay? I was, I was just about to talk about you, bro, how you're uh, helping us out over there on Liberation Legion. Uh, but somebody just asked how much our patron uh, system is it's uh anywhere from a dollar to 4.99 to 20 dollars to 10 dollars all kinds of different tier programs to you know ask you guys whatever uh, or to give you guys whatever you guys are wanting from me whenever i can contribute it um <laughs> we're basically restructuring so that we can provide more content uh, i realize how much i'm doing for everybody and how little we're getting back so what i'm trying to do is basically give everything to our patreon system uh, so if you guys are curious about that Hit the link in the description bar right there, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction, learn more. Uh, you guys noticed too that we also had Jay of Truth Is Our Religion join the chat right here. Uh, that's awesome because he was my second update. Uh, if you guys didn't know by now, Jay of Truth Is Our Religion uh, is helping us run Liberation Legion over there. Uh, some of the posts that you guys see, they're coming from him. Uh, I'm hoping to see a lot more here in the future, so go ahead and give him a shout out. Go get, go ahead and give him a follow as well. <coughs> Unfiltered information. 
Uh, I definitely want to give you a shout out because your message definitely, it, uh, it spoke to me and it, 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 it was definitely well received. Uh, so if I can remember, I'll get to you and give you a proper shout out later on. Um, this is the last update and then I'll get into these topics with you guys. We are still looking for a store assistant and this is basically how it works. The minute that we get a assistant to help us with running our online store, once we start getting like, you know, other financial stuff taken care of over there and secured, that's whenever we can get like a rider and start getting a little bit more official in what we're doing. Uh, so if you guys didn't listen to the last, uh, the most recent podcast episode where I kind of put a shout out or a, um, a call to action, so to speak. I said, if you guys want to help me run the store, uh, help me kind of get stuff situated back here, you're more than welcome to send your email to noiseera, and that's spelled N-O-I-Z-C-E-E-R-A at gmail.com uh, and send me like your resume, send me uh, uh, examples of your work. And if you're a good fit, we'll talk about that uh, compensation and things like that as well. Clearly, we're trying to take what we're doing a little bit more serious. It trips me out. Uh, but if you guys are interested, like I said, either email me or DM me and we'll talk further. Go ahead and get rid of that. That sticky note. <clears throat> Do you guys catch that Super Bowl? I really didn't. I really didn't. I'll be honest. Uh, that Sunday, I was basically like recovering and had like breakfast, lunch with the fam bam, you know, in Santa Fe up the street. <laughs> And then ironically enough, I ran into a buddy of mine while I was driving up one of the main hills who was going over there to his acreage uh, just to go do some some work. He bought this like seven acre land. He's building a house out there. And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go check that out. But I didn't catch the, I didn't catch the Super Bowl, you know, and I, I'm kind of trying to tell you guys that because my life does not really revolve around uh, social structures and things like that. There's a lot of different people that have their identities tied into that, and that's good for them. But if you ask me what I really think that is, I'm going to go ahead and get rid of this this uh, thing right here. If you ask me what I think that is, is distractions. You know, unfortunately, we heard about uh, Rush Limbaugh having lung cancer. This is right after we hear about uh, Kobe Bryant, unfortunately, passing away. Uh, and the Grammys and so many different things. You see how it's just distraction after distraction after distraction, which is designed just to scare you. Or not really scare you, just to, you know, throw you off your kilt. It's not really meant to make you focus. Not it's not really meant to give you any identity, any, 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 any depth, any authenticity. It's all superficial nonsense, you know. And I'm not saying you know pe these people dying and Rush Limbaugh having cancer is nonsense and superficial. I'm just have to say, and we really have to ask ourselves where our priorities are. If this is the highlight of our life, we're seeing like a, a disaster after disaster take place. We're seeing, you know, events pop off here and there. And we're just like, oh, man, I can't wait for the I can't wait for fucking uh, Super Bowl, bro. Are you, are you stoked? Huh? Chiefs are 49ers, bro. It's just like, are, are you serious? We're so dedicated. We're, 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 we're so determined to entertain ourselves to death. It's almost disgusting. Um <laughs> I'll say this and I'll get into the topics, guys. You know, the other day I was talking uh, with this random person who didn't have a social media, who doesn't have a Facebook or Twitter and Instagram and all this other stuff, who doesn't do social media. And he's just like, you know, some of my coworkers, man, they sit up over here, they're like monkeys. They get all excited. They show memes to one another and they get all happy. And it's like, <laughs> and I'm over here watching these people. And it's very, very interesting because I didn't get absorbed in social media. I didn't, I didn't follow all these people. I don't know what's going on. You know, I might, uh, people tell me things, you know, I'm not retarded, but I purposely did not get a social media so I could not get caught up. You know, I show them the page, I show them what I do. 
And I tell them it's not even about that because the beautiful thing about New Mexico and where I'm situated, we, 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 we value a different type of currency. We value a different type of understanding. Uh, and when you have a lot of people who are focused on, you know, the latest iPhone, have it an, an Aston Martin or a Bugatti, or, you know, uh, 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 catching the game or, you know, having their identities tied to these different things, it's very sad. You see, we don't do that here. And that's that's kind of what you guys get in a weird way through the page is even though we sit up over here and talk about this type of stuff and post about it, what we do on the side is meant to it, it's designed to speak to who you are at your core to really, you know, get people to understand what's actually happening with themselves, not get caught up in all this other stuff. You know, and that's sometimes why you guys hear me ask the question of, you know, am I am I am I exposing the mark of the beast or am I delivering it to you? But that's a different discussion for a different day. To summarize this and get into topics with you guys, I spoke with an individual who was completely disconnected from social media the other day, uh, and it was enlightening. It was awesome because you know we're, we're we're talking about basically social engineering on such an aspect on such a minute level that people don't see. Uh, they don't see how we literally have become essential. How we, how we have essentially become like Borgs, hive mind creatures. It's crazy. Very, very interesting. Uh, people are saying, uh, step out of the matrix. Uh, I'll say this and I'll get into the topics. You know, I was telling them that, you know, the Wachowski sisters or the Wachowski brothers are creating a new uh, matrix. And the only way they could create the matrix, this one, how they could create a fourth installment, is how we are literally in the creation of the matrix right now. Think about it. They've already done one through three where they destroy the matrix, right? The only way they could create a fourth installment into the series is to talk about how we're creating the conditions to go into the matrix today. I'm, I'm on record talking about that. The minute they came out, that's immediately what I said. They're going to create a fourth installment to talk about how we are gradually going into the matrix, how we're creating the conditions to rob ourselves of our own future and our own individuality. It's crazy. So let's get into some of these topics. I have a um, shot. I got uh, some people wanted me to do like a survival uh, step series or something where we go over like uh, bug out bags and things like this, uh, survival gear, this, that, and the third. I'm going to do that for exclusive members because of people around here, preppers that have been doing this for like decades. Uh, and this is not stuff I just want to give out here to, you know, trolls on the internet that just want to have like shit to look at. I want to actually like figure out a way to construct this content for people that actually want to know things. So keep that in mind. <clears throat> so what is the coronavirus a cover-up for i asked you guys this question the other day uh what is the coronavirus a cover-up for you know what, what what is the coronavirus a cover-up for some people said trump's in impeachment some people said uh you know the build-up to world war three the stuff that's going on with iran you know things like this um for someone like myself i said it's uh it's not really a cover-up it's an exercise we saw that with event 201 with the world economic uh with the with, with bill gates and the world economic forum or the world health organization where they ran drills for this it's not a cover-up for anything if anything it's an introduction and what we're seeing going on I'm, i i got a few more things i want to talk about here china's draconian and authoritarian measures and how it only works in a compliant society how we're, what we're seeing right now is medical martial law but before i get into uh, uh, talk about these things. It's not a cover-up for anything. It's a foreshadowing of what's actually going to go on. Realize that it is China who we have to take. We have to take China's word. We know they're messing up the 
you know, they're, they're muddying the numbers, they're being shady with the information, they're not really telling us everything, they're, they're criminalizing people, jailing anybody that reports on these type of things. Think about how authoritarian and draconian China is, and we're having to trust them to contain this, this, this virus. Here, just, just, just before I came onto the air with you good people, there was an article, I forget where from, uh, but it talked about how the, <laughs> it talked about how the World Health Organization praised China for taking, taking their draconian measures, for going out of their way <laughs> to, 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 for going out of their way to do these type of things, to go, to, to, to detain these people. I wish I could find the article for you guys, but, uh, I don't want to do that. What I do want to do though is pull up some uh, pull up some articles for you guys, or pull up uh, some videos for you guys, uh, just so we can start talking about these things and getting it on record. I'm not sure if you guys saw this, uh, but they are now literally detaining people and boarding them up in houses, which I think is very strange. Let's take a listen. And for our audio listeners, because this will be converted for them, uh, what you're basically seeing right now is Chinese officials going into apartments and essentially barricading them with wood, with rock, with cement, with bricks, God knows what. But literally barricading an entire family inside of their apartment. You can hear people inside of the actual, uh, <laughs> you actually hear people inside of the actual apartment screaming, basically asking to be let out. Very crazy. And as you guys are seeing that right there, those are just people being barricaded inside of their apartment, right? This next clip I'm going to show for you guys is of them barricading the building. They're outside now. They're barricading this family or these people inside of this apartment complex. Crazy. Literally crazy. The, the, the next video I want to play for you guys, uh, the next video I'm going to play for you guys is of them running inside of this building and taking people literally from their house. Kid you not. This is where we're at. So this is what I mean by the authoritarian and draconian measures that, sh that China's doing. And think about it. These people can't really, they can't really, uh, they can't really say no. You see, that's the kind of crazy thing. They can't really say no to this because by saying no, they end up affecting or infecting all kinds of other people. It's a hazardous type of situation. I don't mean to sound like a jerk right here, but how many of you guys watched, uh, how many of you guys watched Resident Evil this past weekend? How many people watched uh, Outbreak movies or, zo or zombie apocalypse movies? I think there was a surge of uh, that movie Contagion on Google searches, on Google Trends. That movie was, tri was, was trending, that movie Contagion, because that many people were worried about the outbreak breaking out here. But can you, bl can you blame them? You see. Like I said, this next video I'm going to play for you guys is of... Uh, authorities in China detaining people and removing them from their actual apartment. Here, uh, let's take a listen. 
And for our audio listeners, what you're essentially hearing right now uh, is men in white suits come through and take these people from their apartment. These people are trying to resist, and these people are literally being taken from their apartment by people in white suits. And it is insane. They're trying to fight back, and if, you know, when we get to the end of this video, what's crazy is there's a white van right outside, right outside uh, this, 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 uh, this apartment waiting to take them to God knows where. They literally have picked this man up by all fours, by all of his limbs, and they are dragging him out. Dragging him out into this white van. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's what's going on in China right now. Does that trip you out? John Baruch says that he's watching from Wuhan right now. I wish you the best. I have a friend of mine who is located in, what's crazy is that's actually in Shanghai. Or on the border, on the border of Shanghai, I think. I have a friend that's actually from, in Shanghai, from Texas, in Shanghai, on their way back here. They have to spend two weeks in quarantine in Shanghai, then come back to, like, America, and then spend two weeks here in quarantine as well, they're animal as well. And so what's happening is, as you saw right there, people are literally being detained, put inside of their, uh, inside of their, either locked inside of their apartment or literally taken in quarantine. It's crazy. So when you see people over here saying that this isn't something to worry about, that's dangerous. That's, that's, that's a flat out lie. You're literally seeing people getting detained because of how crazy it is. Here, I found that article uh, that I was talking about where the World Health Organization chief praises China's, quote, forceful measures and blasts the rest of the world for causing a fear and stigma. Think about that. The World Health Organization chief said that what you guys just saw right there, those forceful measures, that's a good thing. The World Health Organization chief said that's a good thing. Here, let me get in this article. It's, uh, it, they put this up literally today. Uh, it's from Zero Head. They... Uh, from Zero Hedges by Tyler Durden. It says, in yet another stunning statement from the Director General of the World Health Organization, up is down, war is peace, and caution is dangerous. Having once again earlier denied that the novel coronavirus is a, quote, pandemic, saying instead that it's an epidemic with multiple fossi and with people dropping dead on the streets of China and being forced into ambulances, World Health Director uh, General Tedros reiterated that his previous stunning praise for China's, quote, forceful measures to halt the stop or to halt the spread of the virus. However, a member of the World Health Organization's Emergency Committee on Coronavirus has accused China of not reporting cases fast enough in the early stages of the outbreak last month, raising fresh, raising fresh questions about Beijing's response to, healthy, to the healthy health emergency. Uh, John McKenzie, emeritus professor at Curtin University, said in a set of defied logic that there was no increase in cases at the same time that Chinese officials were holding local political meetings in January. And I could go on to read into that actual uh, article, but what it basically talks about is a failure in uh, a failure in communication, a failure in authority, a, a a lack of response, and so much more. And so, the the crazy part about all of this, the weird, 
alchemical inversion of all of this is that we find ourselves basically asking for the asking for uh, uh, the police state, asking for the medical martial law, asking for medical tyranny. I just played for you guys right there a few clips of people literally being detained, taken from their from their houses or locked up inside of them. I don't know if I have the video here for you guys. I don't know if I uh, loaded it up, but just before we went into the weekend, there was a flight that came from, I think, Canada that had to stop in California. It's like over maybe 400 or so people that got taken. It's either 400 or 200 or so people that got taken to, a, to, to an Air Force base out there in California, and they're, and they're going to have to go through that same quarantine process. They're going to have to basically get uh, not, not, not sterilized, but dis, uh, disinfected. Oh my God. And so what I'm really trying to say is I have no idea about this, about this deal. I have no idea what's going on with this, with this virus. I have no idea what's going on uh, with, uh, with the vector points, with like the infection rate. I don't know about these types of things. I'm trying to learn them as, as much as I can. Uh, that's why I'm hoping I'm not spreading any of this type of misinformation because I'm learning and questioning it as soon as I learn this stuff as well. Oh, let me slow down. Let me, let me get my bearings because we're still only in like the first part of this where we're talking about, you know, what the coronavirus is a cover up for. You know, clearly, clearly Bill and Melinda Gates have their hands involved in this. We talked about that just last week with you good people. And we also talked about it uh, on the podcast episode as well, that, uh, that, that um, with event 201, this was something that they planned out back in like October. But what's crazy too is towards the end of last week, I also got information about uh, information and there are some reports coming out that there's a 5G testing facility based in Wuhan where some people are saying basically that they turned on 5G in Wuhan and that that's basically where this is all coming from, that some people are having negative reactions to uh, this 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 uh, 5G being activated. And so I don't know, you know. This is why I hope I can try to find like a virologist or a doctor or just like somebody that's into biomedical research that can explain these things because I'm not sure. Um, Grind Impeccable says, has it reached the U.S.? Yes, it has reached the U.S. Um, and this is what's crazy about it, too. Uh, I, I got to kind of go through this. What's crazy about it is you can see that they're clearly trying to set us up for some kind of vaccine agenda. You have organizations like Johnson Johnson saying they're already coming up with a vaccine. You already have organizations like Novartis coming up with a vaccine. You have all kinds of different people trying to get their hands involved in the deployment and activation of a vaccine. That's very dangerous to me. You have cases, I think, in Arizona, in Chicago, some in Florida, um, some in Los Angeles. Oh, God. And so I don't want to sound, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get up over here and make this whole transmission about like how crazy things are getting or the potential like affection rates or you know how this could double and what this can mean for America. I think everybody understands that this is like a man-made disease and how it's literally the epicenter being in China, how this is blowing up in their face. Uh, we're seeing on a global scale how dangerous China is, how they can pull this type of stuff off, the way they treat their people, and how if we don't get our own system in check, uh, how that's going to affect us as well. 50, 50 and Feisty says, build your immune system so you're not a host of this stuff. Precisely. Uh, what I think we're, what we're actually seeing a lot of is people that, people who are immunocompromised and have like bad immune systems 
are some of the main people that are going to contract this. You see, um, and yes, a lot of people could be carriers. That's the crazy thing. We don't really know if they're going to be symptomatic. We're not going to we're not going to know if they show uh, symptoms and things like this. There's some people saying that it comes through the eyes. Uh, that you could be, you know, like I said, asymptomatic for almost two weeks, and then out of nowhere you could be showing it, and so that's what's dangerous. They're they're having to try to figure out how to keep people detained, uh, and figure out a way to 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 recognize it. Just real quick here, <clears throat> just to switch up because I have um, I just want to go through this this beating the coronavirus little tab I have right here. I made like a little quick sticky note of just things to say for you guys. Uh, to make you aware because it's not like a massive it's not like a massive thing but you got to think about the conditions of people in China man think about like their immune system they might not be super healthy over here or over there and I'm not saying Americans are super healthy either uh, but think about their environment how toxic uh, their skies are and things like this and how it literally exploded from there the initial effects of it and so many different things the people in China are definitely going to be the first to contract this but it doesn't mean that people around the world can't fight this um, so just real quick, just to kind of talk about, you know, like I said, these, these, these things that people can do to beat the coronavirus, you know, don't be afraid to take nutraceuticals. Don't be afraid to take like antivirals, uh, you know, find things like vitamin C, vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, selenium, you know, all these things have been known to proven, proven to help like fight talk to proven to help fight the toxic nature of your environment and to help build your immune system. That's the problem <clears throat> because people are unaware of what they can do to actually fight back in their own personal life. They're unaware of uh, the tools that are at their disposal, uh, system detoxes, you know, building their own immune system. You know, people are saying it right there, ginger, turmeric, um, you know, lemon, all kinds of different. There's all kinds of different ways, all kinds of natural homeopathic uh, ways to fight this that they skip these things. They go right to vaccines. That's the dangerous part. You know, people are saying sea uh, uh, moss, bladder wax, you know, silica for heavy metal detox. There's a lot of different ways to 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 beat to beat colds. And I said this too whenever we first started talking about this um, a few weeks ago. It's every year that we see this like increase or this mutation in different flus or these types of anomalous viruses or these anomalous outbreaks. You know, from Ebola to Zika. Uh, you know, babies being born with. With, with small heads, you know, things like microencephaly, we, you know, and now it's coronavirus. So every year it's always something that it mutates into. But what it, what it always boils back down to is do you have a healthy immune system? Do you have a healthy gut biome? Uh, boom, she legit. There's so many different ways to fight it that I think I don't really necessarily worry about being sickly and diseased like everybody else. So let me just get back into this. Oh man, I tell you, my brain is not running at a thousand percent. I'm at probably a good 200%. Let's get into the depopulation agenda because I, I want to get through some more of these topics. Uh, I don't want to get caught up so much on the coronavirus and things like that. There's more information that's going to come out and I don't want to say all these things are set in stone. I'm hoping that somebody goes out of their way to make a spicy meme about uh, cures and different uh, homeopathic remedies and things like that to fight coronavirus to help boost your immune system and so much more. <clears throat> so the depopulation agenda, what is that about? It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a, uh, let me set this up a better way. You know, at the start of 2019, uh, 
the World Health Organization said that anti-vaxxers and the anti-vaccination movement would be the top health threat of 2019. Fast forward to where we're at now, and that's everything you guys are hearing about. Vaccines, 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 vaccines. How can we shoot people up? How can we shoot people up? How can we shoot people up? Boom. Probiotics. People don't know about that as well. Uh, what I what I appreciate about uh, <laughs> what I appreciate about the, the the chat sometimes is that there's a lot more insight, knowledge, and information uh, than I give it credit for. And if you guys take the time, you might be able to find some solutions there. Uh, but continuing on, last year we literally heard a lot about the creation of or the, uh, a, a lot of anti-vaccination sentiment to where they were hating on people who didn't want to take the shot. Fast forward to where we're at today, that's all people want to talk about. Get the shot, get the shot, get the shot. Get the anti-aging shot, get the get the flu shot, get the coronavirus shot, get the HPV shot, get the get the shot. Get the shot. I mean just 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 uh just this morning, starting the day off, I put up this article from varying different news sources or basically that we covered this story from varying different news sources about how posting anti-vaccine propaganda on social media, how that could become a criminal offense. Now, why would that be a criminal offense? Why is the idea of not having medical freedom, the ability to dictate what goes on inside your own body, how has that become a, crim a criminal offense? You see, that's where we're at today. Big, Ph Big Harma is lying to you, just said that uh, the Hegelian dialectic, precisely, they have to create the problem that you see Toxify the body, toxify the environment, toxify ourselves, and then come through and then offer the solution. Vaccines. People think that that's the only way for them to clean themselves. But here, let me let me let me let me get back into this this article real quick, just so we can get this on record. Uh, and how this new proposed law is to jail quote anti-vaxxers and the CDC fear based talking points to the media are revealed. It says that uh, posting. We put this up uh, February 3rd it's from End Times Headlines. It says posting anti-vaccine propaganda on social media could become a criminal offense, even if those promoting it believe the pseudoscience, the UK's new criminal, criminal law commissioner has said. In her first interview since taking up the role, Penny Lewis revealed she is considering whether laws should be amended to, quote, lower the threshold of criminality for posting false information online that endangers lives. I guess that'd be me if I was in the UK. It comes as the health secretary, Matt Hancock, said in September he was, quote, looking very seriously at making vaccinations compulsory for state school pupils after the U.K. lost its official measles-free country status due to a steady fall in MMR immunization rates. Currently, people are protected from prosecution if they sincerely believe the misinformation they publish under laws designed more to tackle bomb hoaxes than Internet health conspiracies. And it basically goes on to talk about how the former King's College professor is saying that anti-vaccination thought processes are killing people. And I don't know how that's the case when literally I'm, I'm talking about, man, I, wish, I, don't know, I don't know if I have it here. Uh, let's see if I can try to find it for you guys. But there's a video on our page of a top health official at the World Health Organization saying how, vac how people who are administering these vaccines don't necessarily trust them and how they know uh, that these things are actually causing more harm than, than, than what's being unreported. I'm hoping I still have the video. Give me one extra second. This is what happens whenever you don't really plan 
of these things. Boom, let me see. Give me one second. Perfect. Now I'll get that up for you guys. We put that up back in January or uh, January 15th. And I just wanna play that just so we can get it over here on record because it is important that we talk about these things and have it documented. Uh, people think that we're bullcrapping and I'd hate to, I'd hate to mislead some folk. Let me tell you, I'd hate to mislead some folk. So let me see if I can find that video clip for you guys. Boom. This is the scientist sharing facts about vaccines at the World Health Organization. This is Dr. Sumya Swaminathan talking about uh, how vaccines are unsafe. Let's take a listen. And I'll, I'll get into more topics after this. You guys got to give me a second. My brain's moving a little bit slow. Vaccines are very safe. If someone gets sick after vaccination, it is usually either a coincidence, an error in administering the vaccine, or very rarely a problem with the vaccine itself. That's why we have vaccine safety systems. Robust vaccine safety systems allow health workers and experts to react immediately to any problems that may arise. They can examine the problem rigorously and scientifically look at the data and properly address the problem. WHO works closely with countries to make sure that vaccines can do what they do best, prevent disease without risks. New vaccines against malaria, meningitis, and encephalitis in Asia and Africa are now being thoroughly monitored with support from WHO. Vaccines are one of the safest tools we have to prevent disease and ensure a healthy future for all children. So, that was back in like November that she said, oh, vaccines are great. We should trust them. The science is awesome. And then now she's saying they're not. The Listen. That, that we really don't have very good safety uh, monitoring systems in many countries. And this adds to the miscommunication and the misapprehensions because we're not able to give clear cut answers when people ask questions about the deaths that have occurred due to a particular vaccine. And this always gets blown up in the media. Uh, one should be able to give uh, a very factual account of what exactly has happened and what the cause of deaths are. But in most cases, there's some obfuscation at that level, and, and therefore there's uh, less and less trust then in, in, in the system. Putting in place right. the mechanisms, whether they're cohort studies or whether they're sentinel surveillance sites, to be able to, uh, to monitor uh, what's going on and report back, and then for corrective action to be taken because unexpected things could arise uh, after introduction and one always has to be prepared as we've seen you know in the history of many drugs you've uh, you've heard about i mean learned about adverse events only after the drugs been licensed and introduced into the population so i think that that risk is all, all, always there and the population needs to understand that and and feel confident that mechanisms are being put in place to to study uh, some of those things there you go so my whole point behind playing that quick video for you guys is how literally the head of the vaccine safety industry over there at the, uh, the, the United Nations is telling you, we don't trust our own vaccines. These things are hurting people. And then fast forward, like I said, to where we're at now, literally like a month later, 
people are demanding uh, action for vaccines. That's very dangerous. You see how, how, how one arm has no idea what the other arm is doing, but the whole idea is to literally rob you of your freedom and rob you of your individuality, rob you of the ability to say, hey, what is healthy for me? It's crazy. Uh, the beautiful part that I saw about people uh, in, this, in this chat, where people were offering up different remedies to boost your immune system, to fight colds, to do all different types of things. Uh, so if you guys didn't, check that out. So I'm not sure how much time we have left because we've definitely played a few video clips for you guys and kind of been all over the place. But I want to use the rest this time uh, talking about a few of these questions, going over the global health security agenda, and what I eventually think is going to lead to what I'm thinking is going to be the war on disease. We're already aware uh, the vaccines are controversial without a doubt, dude. I think, you know, whether you're pro-vaccines or anti-vaccines, it doesn't really matter. They're controversial at all. And the ability that people, people should have the ability to, you know, people should have the ability to choose whether or not they, they want something to go inside their body. That's not something that should be mandated. Uh, if that's the case, how far off is sterilization from, you know, being mandated? Compulsory immunizations is definitely something that I'm not for, and I feel like this is the beginning stages of that. Yes, we do need to figure out different protocols uh, to to stop this type of epidemic from spreading, but I don't think some of the measures we're taking uh, will pave the way for the future. No, I was thinking about this. I'll say this. I'll say this, and I'll get into some of these other topics. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, how are you gonna how are you gonna vaccinate like millions and millions of people? Like, how are you gonna introduce that? And then my mind started thinking about stuff like DNA-based vaccines, genetic modification, you know, gene therapy, eugenics, population control, and so much more. It's like the, the virus itself may not be serious, no doubt, but what happens if that virus mutates? What happens if you contract that and then it like mutates because it is cross-species? How are you going to vaccinate an entire species, humans, from being able to contract this? First off, you're going to have to scare millions of people to, to giving over their freedom, giving over their rights, giving over any ability they have to take care of themselves, and then you're basically going to mandate it. It, it, it. It's crazy. It's crazy. And if I didn't have a party this weekend, I, don't, I would have the, the mindset to break it down to you guys. But you get what I'm trying to say. What we're seeing right now uh, is what Obama signed into office right before he left, guys. He's talking. We're, we're gradually talking about the global health security agenda. Uh, I don't know how people, people talk about, you know, vaccines like they're a bad thing, like they're not technologies that, you know, save lives and things like this as well. What I'm trying to talk about is literally changing the, the entire genetic structure of the planet. You see what I'm saying? The global health security agenda is like literally getting a biochemical, it's like trying to, it's like trying to have a boilerplate for the human genome across the world and saying, hey, we're going to get everybody on the same uh, on the on the on the same healthy state. I don't know how to explain it. Let me see if I can find this article for you guys. That way, I can I can I can break it down a little bit better for you because it was something that was put up literally like years ago, and I and I don't talk about it as much as I should, but it's still true today. And, I, and you see me kind of like putting these putting these hashtags up, trying to make people more aware of it and getting it out there because it was something that kind of slipped my mind. And that's why we see all these these mandatory vaccinations taking place is because of because of the implications. Um, gosh, it, it, it's, it's crazy. Give me one extra second. I think we are coming up on it. This article itself, you know, it's gotta be at least like three or four years old. It's definitely not new. Um, and the reason I wanna bring it up here is because again, we're talking about 
them creating a virus and at the same time already preparing a solution. Like I said, there's two companies that we've already reported on, Novartis and Johnson & Johnson, who have already started working on a vaccine. That scares the hell out of me because we don't really know how this thing is gonna keep mutating, but you guys are already developing a vaccine. Right here. Uh, it's, um, this is again why I need you guys to report things or repost things. Uh, but we put this up back in November of 2016. It's from Silent Times. It says, Executive Order to Achieve Global Vaccination Program Quietly Signed by Obama. It says, The Executive Order titled Advancing the Global Health Security Agenda to Achieve a World Safe and Secure from Infectious Disease Threats. Quote, It is the policy of the United States to advance the global health security agenda, which is a multifaceted, multi-country initiative intended to accelerate partner countries' measurable capabilities to achieve specific targets to prevent, detect, and respond to infectious disease threats, GHSA targets, whether naturally occurring, deliberate, or accidental. So basically, the agenda is to push vaccines and normalize quarantine procedures across nations during outbreaks. So, like I said, this is this was put up back in 2016, four years ago. Continuing on, it says GHSA immunization agenda states that participating countries must have, quote, a functioning national vaccine delivery system with nationwide reach, effective, effective distributions, access for marginalized populations, populations, adequate cold chain, and ongoing quality control quote, at least 90% coverage of the country's 15-month-old population with at least one dose of measles-containing vaccine. Some noticeable five-year action items include uh, conducting routine immunization activities, implementing case-based surveillance, achieving and documenting vaccination of healthcare workers. It goes on to say that Bill Gates provided the CDC with, with a surveillance tool that helps identify, quote, district-level measures based on immunization records. And unfortunately, because I can't just quickly scroll back four years, I can't go back and see uh, rest the rest of the comments. But you guys, you guys get what I'm saying. This is why, since this, for the past four years or so, we've gradually seen the rationing up not only of uh, anti-vaccination hate and propaganda to where they hate people that don't want to get the shot, but at the same time, creating measures to encourage people to take the shot. Like I said, like I said before, creating the Hegelian dialectic to where people freak out about the coronavirus, about you know Zika virus, about Ebola, about all these other things, and then go home, go go forward with the shots. And so while we in America may not be uh, super gung ho to get the shot, super gung ho to fight these diseases, that doesn't mean that it's not real. Let me say that one more time: just because we're not trying to get the shots doesn't mean that this disease is not real. When I'm playing for you videos of people being detained, taken from their homes to God knows where, that's, that's very real. Whenever I play for you videos of hundreds of people being stopped mid-flight, grounded at an Air Force base, and then taken into quarantine vans, that's very real. So when you have people saying, it's fake news, oh, I don't believe it, oh, you know, it's just a joke. Sure, bro, if it was a joke, I, I, I wouldn't believe, I, I believe it. But we didn't see this level of response with Zika. We didn't see this level of response with Ebola. We didn't see this level of response with SARS. We didn't see this level of response with, with bird flu, you know, with, with, uh, with, with, with mad cow disease. We didn't see this response with all this other stuff. And so that's what worries me. Whenever we see a global response, people getting detained, uh, people literally re reacting, uh, bio, ex bio warfare ex experts who are literally coming out saying, hey, look, this is man-made. 
we need to watch out for this. That's it's it's yes it's real. Like <laughs> there's an article I didn't get around to posting to. Um, it's from WorldTruth.tv, but it talks about how you know every virus is man made. How some of these viruses are man made, and they have an interesting fingerprint right here. Boom. Uh, the coronavirus was engineered by scientists in a lab using well-documented genetic engineering vectors that leave behind a, quote, fingerprint. And because this article is like two days long, I did not get around to posting it. But it's, it's got all kinds of charts. You know, it talks about uh, how they're adding genomes into it. Like, what, dude? It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't explain it. I don't, I don't understand it because I'm not a geneticist or a virologist or somebody that does like biomedical research, you know, I don't, I don't understand it, but they break it down, you know, how this has literally been created. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it just worries me. It really worries me. Uh, going into the, this past weekend, you had people in India saying that they had developed a specific Indian-based coronavirus disease, saying that they were able to figure out how to fight the corona disease, but only for Indian people. And again... There goes my crazy mind just thinking DNA-based vaccines. These Not attacking the actual disease itself, but basically making humans themselves resistant to it. Again, another crazy thing about, about how, how all this works. I'm not sure if you guys remember, but uh, I think it was either last year or the year before last, there was a geneticist, he came out and talked about how he made two children, I think their names were Nana and Lulu, how he made them HIV and AIDS resistant. Remember that? It was like a Chinese recession or a Chinese scientist that came out saying like, hey, guess what? I'm genetically modifying children. I have these two girls who are HIV and AIDS resistant. And then he disappeared for an entire year only for the Chinese government to say, that's not true. You have to understand the days that we're in. This isn't... Uh, you know, it, it, we're, we're, we're way past like MK Ultra. We're way past like the Tuskegee experiments. We're way past like all, all the, all the conspiratorial stuff. People want to pop up over here in the comments and say like, oh, you know, it's this, bruh. We're way past that. So when I'm talking about like DNA based vaccines, genetic modification, eugenics and stuff like that, you have to think about this using again, that same example of Hyejian Ku, that Chinese scientist that genetically modified those two girls. Not only did he just genetically modify those two girls, he genetically modified those two girls' kids, if they have kids, if they procreate. He modified the entire genetic structure of that family and anybody else that procreates with them. So those are the days we're in when we're talking about just the coronavirus and how that ties into uh, the depopulation agenda. You know, gosh, I, I, I wanted to, I, I'll say this, I'll say this and try to move on to these other topics. I played for you guys a video or I posted yesterday a video on our story or uh, on our Instagram live or on our page of uh, people that were modifying their drones uh, with speakers to go around telling people, modifying them with speakers uh, and disinfectant to tell people to, hey, put on your mask and at the same time uh, spray certain areas that hadn't been sprayed with this disinfectant. And I can't but help think of how that was Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. That's the future to me. To where certain areas will be deemed uninhabitable uh, for humans and they'll be guarded by technology. Just something I had to get out there. Just something I had to get out there. So let me, let me move on with some of these topics real quick. Um, somebody asked a question, how to advocate for oneself 
and one's children when it comes to refusing vaccines? And I thought that this is a very important question to cover because we see this happening now. Uh, just last year, we talked about how the mandatory vaccinations that were going on in New Jersey, how that was a huge deal. Thankfully, some of them fell through this year. Uh, people, I, th I think people still have religious exemptions and have the ability to say it goes against my religion to have these things forcefully shot up in my body. I think so. Um, but this is a big deal because what have we been talking about this whole, this whole transmission? Uh, medical tyranny versus medical free, uh, freedom. The same way people are over here uh, providing all of these different homeopathic remedies, ways to fight colds, they shouldn't have to be forced to take these different types of shots. They shouldn't have to be forced or mandated to do these types of things. I know, I think, I, I think it's like in California, um, they have SB 276 and SB 277, which mandates vaccination shots for uh, teachers, students, uh, legal guardians and so much more whenever you're like involved in school and whatnot. And the question, the question coming up, you know, about how to advocate for oneself saying, you know, I, I, I don't want this type of shot. That's a very important thing because a lot of people report how their scare tactics, they get involved uh, whenever they're basically like in the, in the birthing room or on the operating table. Uh, mothers that are either, you know, giving birth to their kids uh, doctors are hey, asking, hey, can we shoot them up? Mothers are saying no. And they say, oh, well, you're under duress. You know, you're a little bit woozy. We're going to go ahead and do it. You know, and then there's, there's some abnormal reactions. There's so many tales of adverse reactions to vaccines that they had to create like a vaccine injury fund and they kept that quiet and they still don't talk about it. But to get back to point, to just simply answer this question instead of like beating it, beat, beating it, beating around it, you know, what's going to end up having to happen uh, is we're going to have to have like a factoid sheet. We're going to have to have like a pamphlet. We're going to have to have like a different way to say like to, to, to basically like fight for our own individual freedom. That's, uh, that sounds crazy, but that's where we're at. We can't even say, hey, don't forcibly inoculate my child. Don't put, you know, 17 different chemicals inside of this baby as soon as he's born without seeming like some kind of strangling. We can't say, hey, don't give this child over the course of his 18 year life dozens of shots without sounding crazy and i think that's kind of crazy what's what's even more wild is the fact that people are getting into this kind of hive like mentality to where well you don't care about science you you, you, you people way smarter than me are figuring this out that's dangerous i i'm I, I love science i love technology i'm a nerd ask anybody but what i what i'm hesitant on is forcibly injecting a child who has a still developing immune system who is still growing with chemicals, with formaldehyde, with aluminum, with, 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 with strange chemicals, aborted fetal tissues, changing the genetic structure of people. I'm not down for that. And I also should not be chastised or be made to feel bad for not wanting to put these types of dangerous chemicals inside of my child. This is where we've become. So when I talk about how in 2019, and I'm sorry to be jumping all over the place from 2016 to 2015 and 2019 and 2000, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry to jump all over the place. I'm trying to basically describe how this is an organized agenda to rob you of your rights. But when I tell you that back in 2019, they told you at the start of the year, they were going to penalize and chastise you for having these views. Here's where we are now. What's going to end up happening is all these people who are afraid of the coronavirus are going to get the shot and they're going to say, hey, are you trying to infect me? 
You don't care about your country. You don't care about your community. You don't care about your kids. You don't care about these things. Why don't you take the shot? And so this is why we need to have a conversation about what is in the actual shot. What is going on with the coronavirus? Is it, is, is it as lethal as they say? Are there different ways for us to protect ourselves? You see. I hope I was able to effectively answer the question. Uh, but moving on, you know, how, how to live within the upcoming lockdown. That's a very deep question. And I don't think I'll be able to effectively hit it <clears throat> with, like, uh, with, the, with the time that we have. I'm not sure how much time we have, but I know I won't be able to hit it appropriately. How to live within the upcoming lockdown. Yes, he was going on over there in China. I, I've been, I've been, oh man, I've been reporting on China for quite some time now. You know, I've been mainly reporting. If you want the God the honest truth, I've mainly been reporting on what's going on with the religious aspect of China, where you see them destroying churches, burning down, burning down churches, burning, uh, ripping up graveyards tearing down the Ten Commandments, installing people inside of that, uh, these churches, uh, making sure they're being monitored, you know, replacing the Ten Commandments with Xi Jinping quotes, all this type of stuff. I've been reporting, putting, putting Christians, Muslims, Buddhists, Falun Gong, all these people in my re-education camps, that's what I've been reporting on as far as China. But you guys see what's going on over there, how you will not have any other religion other than the state in China. That's coming here to America. And now, fast forward to where we are today, we're literally seeing them, like, run up in people's houses, saying, like, Get, come here. We're seeing them run up in people's houses, kidnapping people, detaining them, blackballing them. And then we're actually saying this is a good thing. You see that moral, that, uh, that, that moral conflict we're kind of having, like, ooh, should we deny people their rights? It's, it's like the, it's the, uh, it's the Machiavellian question, you know, should we, do you care about the, the rights of the one or the rights of the many? Do we detain this guy for the, for the sake of the group or do we just compromise the whole group? But you see that whole situation that's going on over there in China, the draconian system they have, the social credit score system they have. That's what America is trying to turn itself into because we have all kinds of people here that say America sucks. America will never be great. I want America to be like Venezuela. I want America to be like Europe. I want America to be like China. Well, guess what? The question is this, how to live within the upcoming lockdown because people know, people can feel it coming. People can feel it coming. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it'll be the medical martial law that we kind of see going down over there in China or if it'll be actual martial law uh, that'll go down here in America. But I think people can gradually understand that something is coming. This coronavirus, as lethal as it is, it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. Something is coming to induce a, 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 a lockdown of almost epic proportions to where, you know, the America and the country we once knew is going to be like a dream. Mm -hmm. But to answer the question how to live within the upcoming lockdown. You know, these days, you gotta think about like how people, how people, how, how, how these illegal immigrants, how they come from foreign countries, you know, and how when they get here, they have to go through the same kind of quarantine process I was describing with uh, the people that have contracted the coronavirus, but through their own like immigration process, they have to go through that filtration system or that filtration process 
they're going through their own proverbial lockdown as well. How do you think those people are living? These actual kids that are in cages, the families that are actually in cages that we're not talking about today. <laughs> How do you think they're getting through? Do you think their culture extends or only do you, do you think their culture ends at the gate walls outside of these camp walls, these internment camp walls? Or do you think their culture is more than that? How would you live in a lockdown? You would create culture. You create networks. You'd create identities. You create. How do you live within the upcoming lockdown? When I tell you guys these days that you have to appreciate being as American as you can for as long as you can, that you're not going to be able to do it for much longer, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. The idea is to rob people of their individuality, of their rights, of their future, and their nationality. That's why they're chastising the idea of patriotism. <laughs> Man, I knew I took up time, but I didn't think I took up that much time. The little timer just popped down. It's telling me that I have a minute and 45 seconds left. And I am basically only halfway through this. I was going to talk about, you know, what it takes to be successful in today's world. 5G smart cities. You know, what frequency do drugs project? Energy vampiring, music therapy, and so much more. I was going to talk about that. But unfortunately, my brain wasn't able to get all the information out fast enough. So I'm sorry for that. I will be saving this live. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to as many topics as I'd like to. I want to talk. I, I, I really did want to talk more about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, you know, evolving warfare and some other stuff as well. So I don't know. We, we, we might get into that. Uh, but I want to say with the time frame that I have left, thank you guys for tuning into this transmission. I will be back again with you good people next Tuesday. If you guys want to see me Friday, we need 10 more patrons to do live transmissions on Friday. 10 more people to go to patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. And once you're there, join us, help us, help us help you. Uh, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, out.